0: This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Applied Botanics, premium, consistent, and affordable wellness for all. Each of their products features a specialized formula with targeted terpenes to give you a CBD experience that helps you live happy and healthy. And just newly added to their CBD lines, in addition to their drops, are new topicals that you can roll on and edibles to help you find your balance Visit AppliedBotanics.com today and use code word POPCO PROJECT at checkout to receive 30% off your first order. Applied Botanics, live happy and healthy. This episode of the podcast is also brought to you by Keller's Garden Center and Landscaping Services. Whether you need plants, trees, sod, mulch, rock, flowers, topsoil, grass seed, straw bales, or anything you need to help your lawn look its best. Keller's has you covered. Located in Exeter, Pennsylvania, near Blue Ribbon Dairy on Kern Street. Mums and fall items coming soon. Check out Keller's Garden Center on social media for more information. My guests today are members of a rock band called Eternal Frequency. They'll be releasing a new single on August 20th, which is a Nine Inch Nails cover of Head Like a Hole. We talk about recording that song as well as the video to accompany it. Their experiences over the last 18 months through COVID 19, opening for Adelitas Way, performing at the Central Pennsylvania Music Hall of Fame, working with John Phillips at 900 Management, what 2021 has in store for the band, massage parlors, and more. Welcome to the show, ML and Justin of the band Eternal Frequency. Life. Hello. Hey. Hi.
1: How are you doing, Johnny?
0: Good. 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 Uh, I almost got divorced today. What? Wait. What? <laughs> I almost filed for divorce today.
1: What? <laughs> what a way to start a podcast. Are, are, I know. Horrible?
0: I know. This is my life. This is uh, and not not for not for real. Not for real. Oh my uh, God. Not like, uh, for that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> not for real and maybe you, you can appreciate this but real quick uh i'm joined tonight by emil and justin of the band eternal frequency thank you guys for doing this uh with me tonight Thanks
1: for having thank us. you for having me it's
0: ex- ml by the way <laughs> ml what did i say it said emil <laughs> oh see you know what? we discussed this before we even started ml ml it's okay. I've, been, I've been
1: called emil before and so I, many other <laughs>
0: I apologize because we uh, we already discussed this and I'm already screwed okay. up. <laughs> I
1: found it hilarious so it's all good.
0: <laughs> ML, will just we we'll I'll reference uh, your you as the the initials ML and I can't screw it up. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> but back to me. Uh, I, I mean, I, this is about you guys tonight. But now that we're we're discussing it, um, my wife um, likes to uh, browse the Facebook Marketplace. Okay. Same. Okay, so you can. All right, so we're 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 on the same path here. So, um, oftentimes I'll wake up in the morning and I'll, I'll roll over, and she'll be like, "Oh, hey, we're going." This has happened today. Hey, we're going to Palmerston today. I said, "Oh, really? How far away is that?" Just under an hour. I said, "Okay, great." Now she's also done stuff to me like, "Oh, we're going to the grocery store." Hey, we have to stop off at this random person's house to pick up a mirror. So. So she likes to like just throw this on me. So I, I joke that we're going to get divorced uh, yeah. because she abuses the Facebook marketplace. Now, granted, she does find great deals.
2: I'll hey, give her know. that.
0: On there. I'll give her that. But
2: That's brings it brings us back together because you find something that you really wanted. You didn't need it, but you really wanted it.
0: I don't want any of it. I mean, it looks nice in the house, but I don't want it. The, the mirror that she... <laughs> I thought he wanted to talk to us. I guess he doesn't. I don't know. <laughs> I
1: love to get Facebook Marketplace, yeah. so I have nothing to say.
0: <laughs> you love Facebook Marketplace?
1: Yeah. I yeah. think it's fun. I don't know. It's like, I don't know. It's kind of like Target where, you know, you, you okay. So, you know, when you have like an agenda, you're just like, okay, I'm just going to get this one thing. Sure. Like Target, right? You're like, oh, I need a gallon of milk. So you go to Target, you end up buying the whole fucking store, pardon my language, but then you leave and you don't have your gallon of milk right <laughs> like that
0: yeah that's it's it's it's, uh, it's a lovely thing it's it's terrible those those stores are built for that they want oh, to you're going for one thing you leave with a hundred and it's always funny too because you have two bags you spend a ton of money it's like what did I buy I still have nothing I'm leaving with nothing and I spent a ton of nothing money.
1: nothing practical <laughs> yeah.
0: it's terrible but yeah so that was my morning today uh, but yeah the the, 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 one, the one time she bought a mirror Um, and it's this giant mirror and we don't have a wall in our house for this mirror to fit on. So as great of a deal as it is, or was, um, it's a bad deal in my mind because it's currently in the garage, you know, doing nothing. What's that?
1: How big is it?
0: It has to be like five foot by seven foot. Okay. It's giant. It's giant.
1: Now we're in like your living room.
0: so i lied i I exaggerated for for effect uh there is one there's one place in this house that's that's not the basement i think that i could fit on but there's already something that fits nicely on that wall so it's like it can't go there so
2: what about the ceiling
0: it could go on the ceiling you're right like in the bedroom in the bedroom (laughs) sure sure i like where you're going that could be fun i'll i'll suggest that to her we'll see what she says i'll get back to you on that
2: Oh,
1: right. All right, we'll
0: find out if
2: you're divorced.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that might, she might file for divorce in that case. No, I'd be I'd be silly to file for divorce. She was way too good for me, way too beautiful for me. Uh, I'm a lucky man. I just like to joke and bust her balls. Uh, I posted that on Facebook today, and uh, it was fun to see the interaction. Uh, a yeah. lot of women uh, had her back. None of the guys had mine. I, I don't know. Whatever. Maybe so- I'm wrong. It sounds like I'm wrong.
2: No, it's what we do. Yeah, it sounds yeah, like I'm wrong, cool. so. never there for each other.
0: <laughs> well, enough of my my life. Uh, I'm here with ML and Justin from Eternal Frequency to talk about uh, some things the band has coming up. Um, you are releasing a new single, uh, accompanied by a video, and it is a cover of a uh, popular Nine Inch Nail song. Correct.
1: Yes, sir.
0: You're correct. All right. You want to say what it is?
1: Uh,
0: it's head like a hole. Head like a hole. Fantastic mm-hmm. song. I've had the privilege of uh, hearing it already, um, and it is fantastic. Um, I, oh, personally good. Love, good. I, I personally love. I personally love love the uh, original, um, but I, I love uh, your spin on it. It's kind of like a metal core, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the chunky guitars and. and um your voice I think uh does uh, a great uh, tribute to it so uh, I'm excited for it. I'm excited for the video. Um now that I've heard the song already so. Yeah,
1: yeah. um just like doing this song in general I feel like took some balls cuz like it, Trent Reznor is like a god to us. <laughs> so it's like to try to do like a Nine Inch nail song justice is like god, we hope people like it. <laughs>
2: it was terrifying. It was terrifying
0: it's gotta be a a little nerve wracking when, you know, you're covering a song of of one of your idols, so to speak. So, yeah. I mean, is this the first time you guys have kind of uh, entered that world of, uh, of covering a song outside of maybe a show? No, we've, we've done a couple different ones. Um, We we did a,
1: we did queen. uh, The show must go on. We actually did it during like the height of the pandemic. And, um, that song was in support of Neva, the national independent venue association so um, when we released that song, all of the initial sales from it, um, from like downloads, streams, what uh, what have you, um, went to Neva. We donated money to Neva to help keep these uh, venues open over the past year.
0: Yeah, it's been a tough year. I mean, obviously, you guys are aware of that, um, but that's a great thing. I, th- I think I am familiar with that. I kind of wanted to set you up with uh, that to talk about it. <laughs>
2: Yeah. The funny thing is, is that one wasn't scary. I mean, that one, we didn't know, we knew that, you know, Freddie Mercury wasn't going to come and come back at us and be like, dude, that sucked. Char um, <laughs> I mean, Bresner actually does have the potential of possibly doing that and mm-hmm. saying, don't ever do that again.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, one question I wanted to ask you guys, what, what's the process like of kind of getting the, uh, the approval or, or whatever it might be to cover a song like that?
1: Um, you basically just apply for a license. You just pay a licensing fee, and you you know give the credit where the credit is due, and then they get a chunk of that money from obviously each sale, each stream that you do, and it just goes to the artist. It's actually very simple. Yeah. Oh,
2: okay. from a certain amount of streams. Yeah. And then they have to kind of like renegotiate it. Mm-hmm. So I mean, if it goes crazy, yeah, we're probably going to have to pay for it a little bit more. But
1: yeah. But it'll work out in the end yeah
2: and it's worth it this yeah. so this song is actually we're very excited for this song because yeah i mean you heard it it's it's the original but it's not right you know?
0: So it. now is this something you wanted to do because uh you know we already talked about how you know nine Inch nails is uh, a, a favorite band of yours but is it also a way to kind of um show your fans or new fans you know what you guys are made of and and what you're capable of
2: oh yeah i I, I mean a a little bit a little bit it it was this was more so uh so
1: just like a selfish thing that we wanted to do yeah yeah we
2: we just we just love them and uh yeah
1: like we were thinking we're just like what is like the complete opposite of our genre of like what we could do and make it our genre and, and make it really us and Exactly. You know, along the lines of also loving Nine Inch Nails, we're just like, we had to do it.
2: Yeah, and if people like, like it in the process, I mean, that's that's fantastic, yeah. but it, it was more of like a selfish thing. Yeah. It just turned out to be a lot more than what we expected, and mm-hmm. so that's why we're releasing it as a full-fledged single.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to do very well. I mean, it's, it's very well done, so I mean, uh, in addition to it being something you wanted to do just for selfish reasons, I think it's going to do uh a lot of good for the band in general too absolutely
2: and, and it'll also be nice because you know the new generation they i feel like a lot of the new generation they're probably like who yeah Who's nine
1: i feel sure. like it's our duty like even with like the queen song yeah. i feel like it was our duty to introduce the younger generation to you know these be- groundbreaking songs and you know show must go on was a groundbreaking yeah. song in its day and had like a whole you know in a different era was a groundbreaking groundbreaking song in its day so i feel like it's kind of like our duty as you know musicians and people who have a little bit of a voice to introduce that to
2: people
0: you know it's funny i, I think that there's, there's a good possibility people who are hearing this song you know maybe it's a younger fan uh, or you know a younger um in listener or whatever uh they could possibly think that is your song
1: <laughs> and then we'll be like we wish but <laughs> yeah
0: right but no i'm serious like i mean i remember growing up when i was younger um you know a lot of bands i was listening to you know they could possibly sample um different pieces of songs and add it to their songs and i was not aware that they were doing it until maybe i heard the actual original song like later on in life um mm-hmm. i was like wait that that's not the band that i thought it was it's it's actually like you know somebody else
1: i mean they thought that johnny cash wrote hurt so sure and that was a nine inch nail song so it does happen a lot
0: yes.
2: <laughs>
1: <Nope>. <laughs> i love johnny cash but it was like really guys come on now yeah.
0: <laughs> there's i remember when um i think it was, was kanye west working with paul mccartney and
1: oh my god i know you're talking about
0: yeah they were saying something like i I forget you know maybe like the young generation was saying how like oh kanye west was going to like make paul mccartney a star yeah
1: he gave this guy his star that's what people were saying about paul (laughs) mccartney and also it happened with um uh post malone and ozzy when they did that song together people were saying the same exact thing i'm just like what how can you not know these people
0: yeah Yeah, Post Malone was actually recently in um, the Scranton area, uh, mainly Clark Summit, which is a little bit further north of Scranton. He was hanging out at uh, Tully's. Yeah, right in Clark Summit there. Yeah. That
1: was cool. Were you there?
0: I was not there. No, Uh, I think he was probably there when I was in bed. Um, But I guess uh, from what I've read, he was on his way to Lollapalooza and just stopped uh, in and he wanted to stop for the, the tenders and I heard he was really cool and really nice and hung out and took pictures and um, it was a good experience for those who were were there.
2: Yeah. He yeah. seems like a pretty grounded person. Uh, yeah. I, I like the fact that, you know, he's in the hip hop industry. He's in mm-hmm. the pop and hip hop, but he's actually, you you dig deep enough. He's actually a really good yeah. uh, original musician. Yeah,
1: it's amazing. People don't realize actually how talented he Because I feel like most of his music, he kind of limits himself but if you like you said dig deep into his other stuff and wasn't he like doing like country stuff or whatever yeah yeah. well dude can sing he can play like i have mad respect for him for that you know what i mean i might not be a huge fan of like the hip-hop genre but i respect him as a musician and a songwriter and singer i'd join his band <laughs> sure why not
0: and he's got one of the best uh memes going right now what oh, does
1: he what meme is that
0: uh well if i if i saw correctly he's on stage and i think there's a girl um who lifted her shirt up and he's just kind of like <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah it's, it's a it's a good meme but i think i need to participate in this there you go yeah. there you go i'm
1: still out of the loop when it comes to yeah. the memes nowadays I felt so. really old
2: just
0: now <laughs> <laughs> well i mean if it's if you're on tiktok i mean these these no. these yeah it's hard okay I, i'm on mm-hmm. tiktok i do not create content on tiktok I, tiktok i'm there for i'm there for uh you know the consumption of uh, mm-hmm. uh content just because there's there's people out there who are really funny i'm not that funny i don't think i could i could try and be that funny um yeah. but there are some funny like there's some funny people
1: out there. If, if i were to have it i feel like that's the only reason why <laughs> I, i'm yeah uh, I wouldn't participate. I would just watch the funny videos for my own amusement. So,
0: yeah, I mean, I watched them. and I'm like, this had to have taken a long time to like piece together or at least like mm-hmm. set up and write or whatever it might be. Um, again, I'm not that funny and I don't have that much time to, to do that. So I just, uh, I laugh as I scroll, you know,
1: Hey, laughter's the best medicine. So, but <laughs> well,
0: you guys mentioned uh genre, uh, in relation to post Malone. Um, Talk a little bit about, you know, your music in general, uh, the genre you're in, and, you know, why why you chose to be in that, or maybe it chose you. But talk a little bit about the band and, you know, kind of uh, your experiences with what you have going on.
1: Um. Well, I feel like you can't really, like, it's hard to kind of pigeonhole us into one kind of genre i think we're a mixture of a bunch of different genres it's it's hard to say like we definitely have some metalcore vibes to us we have rock we have some some alternative like there's a bunch of different things i don't even know what kind of genre i would call us what do you say yeah i mean
2: like if i had to, if I had to break down our just the instrumentation in our songs what we like when we're doing pre-production of a song uh We try and dabble in a little bit of everything. So it's like, we're going to go through synthwave. We're going to go through 80s pop. We're Mm going to go through industrial from the 90s. We're going to do a little bit of everything. Um, And we started really kind of honing in our sound when it came to Parasite. And when Parasite came out, everybody said, we're bringing new metal back. And I said, because I'm old. I was like, yes, yes, we are. (laughs) And uh, But that evolved. That completely changed to where now... um, uh, she saw me I was being a freaking weirdo and I wrote this it sounded like if I was to rewrite the sex scene and Top Gun that's what I was in the process of writing mm-hmm. and mine would have been better um so we're definitely we're all over the place I mean yeah. that's actually a true story to where we seek all of our inspiration from different genres but ultimately yeah, we
1: also write what we like you know yeah. we're not gonna we're not going to write a song that we don't vibe with ourselves that we wouldn't listen to. So that's kind of where our inspiration lies as well. It's like, Oh, what am I in the mood today to listen to? Oh, well, I'm going to write this. You know what I mean?
2: Also ultimately it's safe to say hard rock. Hard rock.
1: Yeah. That's kind of what we tell people. (laughs) That's what we advertise as it's just, we're not rap. We're not
0: rap. We're
1: definitely not rapper country. So.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, when I first heard Parasite, and that's the first uh, song that it was introduced to me um, through John Phillips, who is your management with the uh, 900 management. Uh, he sent them my way and um, he he likes to say that he bounces uh, everything off of me, um, which I appreciate. I don't know how serious or honest he's being because I'm just a am a nobody, really but I I do love when he sends me music because typically when he does send it, it's, it's always fantastic. He's, he shared with me music from you guys and another day, Dawn's and I think he's phantoms. I think he's uh, Mm -hmm. he's with now too, or, or with him. Um, and it's all great stuff. Um, and and, you, you you mentioned uh, new new metal and I think that's like, you know, for parasite for me, that was like, that's what I grew up with too. And I mean, I love, I love that kind of stuff. So, uh, I guess that's why I kind of uh, caught my ear initially. Um, but, you know, as far as, you know, working with John Phillips goes, you know, how has he been able to uh, help you guys and how, how did you guys meet?
1: Um, well, we originally met, we opened for a Notre Dame two years ago. No, was it was two years ago. Yeah. I want to say it was two years ago at music fest at the wooden match. Um, because John actually reached out to me. This was before, like long before he was managing us, and he actually asked me if we'd open for them. And I was like, Yeah, of course. And so we did that, and that, that was the first initial meeting. And then um, we kind of were in talks after that, maybe a year or so after that, when Temptations came out um he reached out to us and wanted to discuss things and um but really what drew him in i'd say was when when we dropped parasite that really sealed the deal there i think yeah.
2: Yeah, we didn't have him fully sold when Temptations came out, but at that point in time, that was when the band shifted to where yeah. we had number changes, we had a bunch of different things, I came into We're
1: still developing our sound for like what it is now, so yeah. I think that's I think that's accurate to say.
2: And so he was actually the first to say, it was just like when he heard, when he heard Parasite, he said, now that's a song. That was his direct quote, mm-hmm. and that's when we started talking to him. And ever since then, I mean, it's just been climbing, climbing, climbing
0: and i mean did you was he attractive to you in the sense that he has worked with bands like you know breaking benjamin and he was you know he was managing another day dons
1: yeah absolutely yeah yeah he's very attractive (laughs)
0: attractive he is and i don't know if you guys know this but back in the day i mean i've known john for uh maybe almost 20 years now and um he uh it's it's hard for me to call him john we he was he's been known as uh guido i don't know if you guys knew that or heard that that? (laughs) guido excellent yes write that down down.
2: (laughs) oh my god (laughs) oh he's in trouble yeah
0: yeah he uh (laughs) he's in my phone as guido it's hard to call him john Uh, i've been doing my best to uh um trying to train my brain to call him John because everyone else calls him John now and and at this point uh, I don't know if calling him Guido is like offensive to people anymore I don't know <laughs> I, think so.
2: I think it's hilarious yeah we're products of the nineties
0: That's cool. That's yeah i mean I'm, I'm i'm I don't think I'm offending you guys but you know it's 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 hard to say I mean my five well, lists
1: too so it's kind of like John and John, and it's like oh, I get it. <laughs>
0: Well yeah, I mean there's so many Johns out there, especially when I you know we were growing up. So I think we, we all had nicknames. Like people always called me Popco. That was just the you know, what people did and we called Guido Guido. I don't know how that started. Um uh, I'm sure it wasn't because his name was John, but but yeah. But uh, <laughs> Guido, have fun with that.
2: Oh, he will. He will. Yes. Oh, <laughs> you're I, welcome. I can't I can't wait.
0: We're gonna call him
2: right now.
0: You're welcome. Call him right now, see what he's doing.
2: Thank you
0: so much, Popco. <laughs> You're very welcome. Enjoy that. <laughs> Enjoy Thank that very me. much.
2: <laughs> yes. My phone's this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you guys, I mean, obviously the pandemic um, hit in early 2020. Uh, I don't like talking about it a lot because I feel like, you know, it was a terrible, like what, 18 months of our lives, especially, you know, you guys in the entertainment uh, business. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, it wouldn't be fair if I didn't like how, how did that, you know, kind of affect you guys and how did you, you know, kind of push through and make it to the other side. And, and hopefully we're, we're on the other side now. And uh, I know you guys had some shows recently and you have other things booked and we'll, we'll get into that too. But I mean, what, how did you guys make it through the, the, the shitty part of the last 18 months?
1: Um, it, it definitely sucked. Um, I'd, I'd be lying if I said, you know, we didn't have like depression and anxiety and a lot of just really shitty things happened and even like in our personal lives, which made it even harder. Um, but with music, we really used writing as a catalyst to make everything better. I mean, there was really, there was really no excuses to not write. We had all the time in the world, especially... There was a point where a lot of us were unemployed because of the pandemic. So all you had to do was write, 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 write. And we got a lot of really fucking good songs out of it, I'd say. (laughs) So I'm happy about that. It was definitely worth it for that. But
2: yeah, honestly, with all this, I mean, I feel like a lot of bands did the same thing. I mean, self reflection was your biggest thing to face. And, you know, so if you thought that you were really good then, well, now you have time to where everything's slowed down. You're not playing shows anymore. And you have time to actually look at yourself and say, am I giving my best? Yeah. And we did that. I mean, we it definitely- It was a time
1: did. of reinvention. We totally reinvented yeah. ourselves.
2: Yeah, it was, it was cool. It was really cool.
1: Yeah.
2: It was a blessing in disguise, believe it or not. I don't want to do it again. No,
1: I don't <laughs> want to do it again. Can we not, like, ever? But-
0: <laughs> Yeah, of course.
1: <laughs> We, we made the mo- we made the most of it that, that's all we can say about it you know and yeah. we're here we survived and live music is back
0: no. yeah <laughs> let's, let's be let's stay positive I mean it is a, a, it's a scary time my my son who's in daycare um he had a direct contact with uh, a teacher who uh, tested positive for covid I'm she was even yeah she was she was vaccinated. As well, so that's kind of scary too. Um, yeah. Not that the vaccine is, you know, a, a, you know, a shield or a, a whatever, but um, so that was kind of scary. And then a kid, uh, one of his classmates, also tested positive.
1: Oh my is he okay? Did he? He didn't test positive.
0: So, no, we got him tested on mm-hmm. Friday. He tested negative. We did okay. a rapid rapid test uh, yesterday. He tested negative. No, I'm sorry. Tested Thursday negative, and then yesterday rapid test negative. They said oh, bring him again on Monday. We'll test him again. The only reason we were like worried because he he was like almost symptomatic. He had a runny nose and a little cough. Now he's also that's just you know he that's his normal cold that he gets. But you know it's just kind of coincidentally together. So we, we were obviously nervous, but uh, we're gonna yeah. test it one more time tomorrow, and I, I I expect he'll be negative again. But at that point he'll be in the clear. Yeah. But it's just, it's, it's, it's scary. I mean, I don't want to go backwards, you know,
1: that's enough. That's enough.
0: but yeah, I mean, one thing was, I was always so worried about like musicians, especially cause I mean, you know, performing and, and creating, that's always an outlet for you guys. So it's like, you know, I'm sure that, you know, performing is, is therapeutic to a degree for you guys. So it's like, I was always worried about uh, musicians and, and how they were kind of Making it through because you know without being able to have that outlet to to do that it's kind of it's scary. Yeah, Yeah, it's
2: yeah. Unfortunately, they're kind of like I feel like our industry is definitely one of the scapegoats for you know mass spreads and things like that. Which rightfully so, I mean, you get a big group of people together and yeah, the chances of it getting around are very good. But yeah, as long as everybody plays their cards right, does the right thing, and Mm -hmm. you know is safe, we shouldn't have a problem. But
1: yeah. it was you know, hard for me personally like i think that was the longest i had not ever not been on stage in my life because i actually i started doing musical theater when i was five so i've been like doing i've been literally on stage since i was five years old i think that was the longest span in my life that i just did not feel like myself you know what i mean yeah
0: well i'm glad you guys kind of yeah, you know, and you did what a lot of musicians that I talked to, you know, did as well. You kind of, you know, looked at yourselves and you you wrote and you created still. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, hopefully you came on the other side of this, you know, better than, you know, even when you started. So yeah, again, a lot of times this has been a blessing in disguise as, as terrible as it was. And, you know, people lost mm-hmm. jobs and their lives and things like that, but you know, that, that stuff happens, unfortunately. And um, mm-hmm. we need to be, You know, humans, and and take care of each other and ourselves, and it sounds like that's what you guys did. So, Mm -hmm. uh, I'm happy to see you guys uh, on the other end of this uh, in a a positive manner. And uh, I know that you guys just uh, you did uh, a couple, I believe, a couple performances. Um, I know you were you played with, uh, and I might script this name too, Adelitas Way.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, we just had this show on Thursday.
0: Yep, uh, and they were with a couple other bands, uh, Seven Year Witch and Silver Tongue. What uh, what was that experience like? I mean, obviously, Adelitas Way. I mean, that's a very you know popular name and a popular band. That
1: was great. Yeah. Um, we had a really good response from the audience. We I think we got a bunch of new supporters that night, and just even the bands themselves—they were genuine, wonderful human beings. And even like Seven Year Witch, they let uh, Silver Tongue and us used their kit which is like almost unheard of from a touring act but they were so nice and so gracious and yeah. everyone just did a fantastic job that night.
2: As we were packing up our stuff uh, the lead singer he was going back to his van and uh, he was about ready to just hop on to the next date. and he said thank you guys so much and he just like said goodnight to us Yeah
1: the lead singer of uh, is Way yeah, Fantastic very, guy.
2: Very cool guy It seems like everybody's a lot more humble
1: right
2: now. Yeah. So they're
1: more grateful for what's yeah everyone's just living life to the fullest right now and i think that's one of the best things that's come out of this pandemic everyone they're not taking it for granted now you know nobody's taking this for granted because i don't want to lose it again
0: i was going to say i think it's one of those you know the saying goes you don't know what you have until it's gone absolutely, absolutely. yeah do you know how that band got its name
1: no. i do not know.
0: So, from what I understand, um, the lead singer they were playing a show or, or something like that in in Mexico, and afterwards they were they were out or whatever, and um, he met this girl, thought she was beautiful, and uh, they started talking, hanging out, and um, he found out that she was like a working girl. And I used for those who are just listening. I use my finger quotes mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> to you know a working girl. I'll leave it at that. And he was kind of like, you know, like, what, what is, what is this? Like, are you, is this what you really want to do with your life? Like, why are you in this business? And she said, you know, she kind of was like, do you really think this is what I want to do? She's like, um, you know, I have a family, I have brothers and sisters. My parents are, um, what's the word? Um, handicapped, I guess you could say. Um, and I've been doing this since I was 11 years old. I'm the primary money maker in this family. I, I I don't choose. I I have to do this. It's not a choice. And he was like, "Wow, like that kind of like really uh, changed his way of thinking." And uh, I guess he had met her at the, it was a place called Adelitas. Yeah.
2: Huh. Wow. Well, yeah. That's a lot heavier than I thought I was. Huh. Yeah. i it not <laughs> gonna be on, like Lincoln Park, you know. Oh yes, it's the street we grew up on, you know, you know something like that. Yeah. No.
0: Yeah. So he, uh, I guess at the time too, he was like living in his car and it just kind of really put into perspective, like how fragile life is and, and like how, you know, he, he was living out of his car, but like that was better than having to, to work in that industry to support, you know, their family. So he's like, wow, you know what, this is really a, a, a takeaway thing for me and, and, you know, to not take things for granted.
2: Wow. That's heavy.
1: That's heavy. Yeah.
0: You're welcome.
1: Thank <sighs> you i
2: feel like this now, is more than anything this is an interview it's like school
0: i know i'm learning so much it. am i am i teaching you things yeah wow damn that's a you first
1: you told, that john, you told us that john was guido too and yeah.
0: yeah that's that's the gold nugget right there that's Absolutely. that's that's the big takeaway
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man and i saw you guys saw uh seven dust recently
1: absolutely big fan of seven dust yeah oh my god another band that we just idolized my favorite band right there
0: yeah yeah i mean that was another they were kind of what like mid to late 90s too oh yeah they kind of peaked yeah like didn't they start like what 1994
1: no 96 97. 97 okay
0: yeah i just
2: remember seeing the Strangeland movie and i that was the first time i ever heard black and i was just like wow d snyder starring in a movie (laughs) <laughs> Done on the soundtrack. This is, good this is a good life. A
0: good time. They
1: have a great life. They're so good life. Have you have you seen them?
0: I have not. I was just. I was super. I don't know how big the venue was that they played in, but obviously, um it was different than what they would have played back in the the mid to late nineties. Yeah. Uh, uh, but uh, what was that? It was. What was it like? A, like a theater almost, or what was that like? At
1: HMAC? Yeah, it was HMAC, actually. Yeah, uh, Harrisburg. Harrisburg Midtown Arts Center, yeah. It's, okay, cool. Um, it's a music venue. It's uh, how, is it like 3,000-cap room, I think.
0: S- something oh, like oh, that's that. that's a big room, then. Okay.
1: Huge room, yeah. yeah.
2: And they destroyed that room. Yeah, yeah it's
1: awesome. like a jury auditorium. It's like the high school auditorium on track. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's awesome. That's awesome. And you guys also perform uh, at the, the Central PA... Oh.
1: CPMA's yeah Central Pennsylvania Music Hall of Fame awards. It's a lot of, it's a lot of words.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a big name. It's a big name. You, did you guys perform there?
1: Yes. Yeah, we uh, were on a, honoring Hailstorm that night.
0: We actually did. Oh wow! Did
1: a familiar Taste of Poison. They were being inducted into the Hall of Fame.
0: Very cool. Very cool.
1: That was yeah. that was a great experience. Like that stage is gorgeous. I love that yeah. theater so much.
0: That was nerve-wracking.
1: Yeah, that was at the Sunoco Theater in the Whitaker Center in downtown Harrisburg.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys have a chance to see the Badleys?
1: Yeah. They, oh, my God. They were so good. Then, yeah. uh Was it Panic Bridge? Bridge Clare Pentagon? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
2: with yeah, the Badleys. I mean, as soon as he broke out that harmonica, I was just like, yeah, welcome to the 90s again. I love it. Yeah. And
1: he kind of looked like David Bowie for some reason, like a little bit. He
2: aged really well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He yeah, told him backstage, was like, it was like up close, you kind of look like David Bowie, because like, his hair shorter now, I don't know. <laughs> it, it was
2: it was uncomfortable, because I was the one that gave him that compliment, and then he was just like, oh, thanks, man. Like <laughs> would have been a a little
1: I turned over to you, I'm just like, he looks like David
2: Bowie. Yeah, I'm just saying that you probably should have said that to him, because I think I scared him. It's <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> yeah, I remember that band. I was real young, but my mom loved that band. And uh, it's funny how things happen because I want to say, I don't maybe it was early 90s. So I was probably I don't, I don't know, maybe between I don't know, 14 maybe. I don't know. I forget. I forget what year that was that they kind of had their, their first release and um I remember my mom playing their music all through the house, and uh, it was awesome. It's funny how that happened because you know she introduced me to that. I, like I said, I was young. It was it was probably like eight or nine years later when I started working for uh, a publication called The Weekender, uh, which was a, a weekly entertainment magazine or newspaper, I should say. Uh, and then I was actually you know formally introduced to you know members like Brett Alexander and, and things like that. So it was wild for me to, to have heard their music prior, you know, really enjoyed it and hear my mom, you know, love it. And then being able to meet those guys, uh, you know, professionally, was pretty neat.
1: Yeah. They're a lot of fun. I, I really enjoyed them. And, uh, uh, Jeffrey Gaines, yeah. Jeffrey Gaines was, Oh my God, uh, that man has so much soul, so much soul. And he's just a, just a good person. Just re- like just really real. You know What I mean, like he kind of like just tells
2: it as it is, you know yeah. what I mean? It's really cool that after all this time, you know, all of these guys are getting inducted into the Hall of Fame mm-hmm. and they're still so humble. that you know, the Badleys, they, they were they just came in, had pizza with us. Had, yeah. I'm sorry, it was Panera, they had and they, Panera had with pizza. Us, and they were just asking about us. Like yeah. at first, it we, we felt bad because we were talking to the drummer and we didn't even know because he never mentioned once the band, he's that humble, and then. Said, oh, yeah, what what band are you in? And then he said it, and we're,
1: yeah.
2: And, uh, but they were just so cool and so humble after all these years of having that much success and still being able to just hang with like little dogs like us. It was really cool.
0: Hey, you know what? But they were once where you guys are, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's really great to see from, you know, Pennsylvania, too, like musicians, um, a lot of those bands have you know, remained humble. Um, you know, like think about the Badleys, you know, Breaking Benjamin. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've had the pleasure of meeting, uh, you know, Ben a few times, um, Aaron Brooke, who's a current bass player. You know, he and I used to shut down bars, you know, back home here um, and then go out to his car and listen to uh, new songs he was putting out for his, his, the band he was in at the time. And then you have you know Aaron Fink, who was in Breaking Benjamin, and now they kind of, you know, he's no longer with them, but he's done his own solo material, but he's also um, you know, they kind of brought back Lifer, if you're familiar with that band. Four. Yeah, hell yeah. They just had their 20-year anniversary uh last night at Hogs Hollow in Berwick. Uh at the pleasure of, uh, I, I work for a company called Axelrad Screen Printing. So we we printed some of their 20 year anniversary shirts, and they were, you know, Aaron was in and, and picking those up. And so it's he's so down to earth. And I mean, if you've ever seen him play the guitar, like that, him play the guitar is just like it's like a um, a carpenter with a hammer. The way he moves, it's just like a tool, and it's just it's so fluid and it's so neat. Like if you if you have a chance to go back and look at some of that stuff, he's even with Breaking Benjamin. But going back to what I said, they're just so down to earth and humble they they haven't forgotten where they came from and it's just really neat to see and i, I think that goes to uh, you know a lot of bands like currently too like and i think it goes back to what we said earlier um bands being um you know they, they they kind of had a taste of what life would be without that so they're kind of like hey you know what this is you know we're blessed to be able to be part of this and 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 keeps you know kind of grounded i agree absolutely so yeah. Now, did you guys also do? You know, we've mentioned the video for the, the song coming out. I believe you said it was August twentieth. Um, was that filmed in Wilkesbury? I know I saw um, I saw pictures.
1: It was filmed at um, Concrete City, so I guess you could call that Wilkesbury. Yeah,
0: kind
2: of.
1: Okay. It's in Nancy uh, Nanticoke. Yes, kind of like outside of uh, Wilkesbury.
0: So maybe that was maybe that was not what I was what I saw pictures for because I saw you guys at the FM Kirby Center.
1: Oh, that was for a show must go on. We filmed. Oh, okay, okay, Mm
0: -hmm. that makes sense. Mm -hmm. That makes sense.
1: Had like a hole was done in concrete city. Have you ever been?
0: I haven't, but I've seen pictures. Looks wild.
1: Oh, it's so cool! You have to go sometime. It is so neat. It's really neat. it has such a simple story. Like it wasn't like really anything crazy, but like basically they built these houses for what was it? The miners or like the whatever? Like the factory
2: workers. This is a new story, for me.
1: Oh, it was it was for the workers. They were like I think they're like factory mine workers, and they built them out of literally these houses were just made out of concrete and like everything from like the bathrooms the kitchen the the tub like everything was just made out of concrete and they obviously didn't last long and they were terrible in the winter because they weren't insulated and they realized that it was just a bad idea (laughs) so they actually tried to uh, demolish them with uh what was it explosives and the concrete wouldn't budge, so they just abandoned the whole community, and is what it is today. Where it's just they use it for like paintball. People use it for paintballing, and uh, police use it for um, like police training. And then obviously, people like us are tourists and just like like take pictures of it. It's just really cool.
0: Do music videos.
1: Do music videos. Yeah,
0: that's awesome. Um, can you say who produced it?
1: Uh it was uh Eric DiCarlo filmed it and um uh set in production, Cyrus Endesem uh, edited it. Very cool. Yeah.
0: And I guess you guys are excited for that release, huh?
1: Oh absolutely.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. We suffered a lot through that
1: video. Yeah, so, it was very cold. <laughs> it
2: was very cold. We were covered in mud. Yeah. i not gonna uh, say too much, but it was intentionally covered in
1: mud. Yeah, intentionally covered in mud. Um, a uh, fun story. Can I tell them a the story about the the fake mud?
2: Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Well,
1: all right. So our kind of like our inspiration for part of the video was you know when Nine Inch Nails played at um,
2: it was Lollapalooza.
1: Was it Lollapalooza? Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. they they got covered in mud and mm-hmm. they're doing so. It was kind of like our inspiration, but we didn't want to like <laughs> cover ourselves in like real mud. Because we thought that was gross, <laughs> so we went online and ordered like eighty gallons of mud wrestling
0: run,
1: mud, <laughs> <laughs> Nice <laughs> You just like mix it with water, and it yep, like it's like the weirdest consistency, but like it worked and it was clean, and yeah, and it was like it was like how much? It was like eighty dollars.
2: <laughs> eighty dollars.
1: It was so 60 expensive. Gallons. Sixty gallons. Yeah. Sixty <laughs> gallons. It was fun, though. It
0: was fun. <laughs> C- clean mud. That's the first time I heard that. Yeah.
1: Well, if I take the mud from
0: the ground. No, no, no. I, I, I agree. I, I'm not knocking you for that. I, I, I. People I, are I, like pissing and like spinning yeah. and
1: putting their cigarette butts out on it. Like I don't want to put that on my
0: face. No, of course not. <laughs> I didn't even think of the fact that they could. You know, they made fake mud, so That's good to know.
1: I had no idea either, and but there Yet, we go. the company
0: also makes fake Jello.
1: Yeah, like real like jello for jello wrestling. So, like, this is bullshit. Ones.
0: That's not real jello?
1: No, uh, you can't eat it. Which my is life's like, a
0: lie. My life is a lie. <laughs> I,
1: I feel like it would be more like ethical to just buy a bunch of real jello and do it. You know what I mean? Oh,
2: man. It's five central. No way.
1: Yeah, yeah, but it could know. be a lot cheaper. Like, you can get a pack of like, fucking jello for like 20 cents.
0: I'm just pissed. Yeah, you are going to all, all those nights at the strip club, jello wrestling, or uh, what they used to do, um, like, there's this uh, bike biker bar called Outsiders oh, yeah. in Wilkes-Barre. They used to have jello wrestling. They're all fake. This is bullshit. Well, who knows? Who they, knows? They maybe. might have used real because, like, you know, don't, if it's not like.
1: Strawberry, don't, try and,
0: don't try and save it. It's over.
2: All you need to do, all you need to do, maybe you, you're married, but have somebody just get their nose a little close. You know, if they have to slide extra money, you know, just have them get their nose just a little bit closer and find out if it has a lime smell or a tapioca smell. You know,
0: <laughs> uh, there's so many things I need to find out in my life now. Uh, this this yeah, is this. Too. <laughs> well, I used to I, the weekender. Um, it was it was at one point a uh, uh, like the Bible um, for before Facebook came out and ruined everything, including people's lives, but. <clears throat> the the weekender was this like, you know, 96 page, um, you know, newspaper. It came out every Wednesday and it had, it was just full of like things to do. There was a page where it had every bar, every club venue, everything. And a band that was playing and what day of the week and all that kind of stuff. Um, it was literally like people would consider the Bible of what, what to do and where to go and who to see. Um, where the fuck was I going with that? (laughs) Where the hell was I going with that? The Weekender?
1: They had good wings. Sorry.
0: Oh, I got you. Sorry. So in the back pages, there was the, it was dedicated to the adult pages. Um, strip club ads, as well as, you know, massage parlors and things of that nature. Um, and one thing I always joke around about, I mean, I, I always, I, I, I don't know how that process works. The whole massage parlor business, like, You know, like, is there a secret word you use? Is there, like, a tap on the shoulder that they do? Like, hey, do you want more than what I'm doing? Like, how does it work?
1: Handings and
2: handings. (laughs) Well, uh, I would say, honestly, now that you're a married man, it's like um, the Tootsie Roll Center of a Tootsie Pop. You're never going to know, man. You're never going to know.
1: You never know how many licks?
2: (laughs) You're so (laughs) Yeah. That's, that's to, no, 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 no. I'm just saying that he'll never know. He's asking. It's just like what's the secret word? What's anything? And yeah. if you're asking that we if we know, you
0: know I'm not I'm not asking you that. I'm just uh, I'm I'm <laughs> relaying this. She's it sounds like she knows. I don't I don't know. Oh, no.
1: <laughs> How many does <is> it take?
2: <laughs> Alright, give give I don't know. Have a tootsie pop.
0: You, okay, have a, you have a tootsie pop on hand? This is this is incredible. I, Dude. I have a second
1: Tootsie pop.
0: Jesus. Wow, okay. That couldn't have that could have happened better. Give me that. <laughs> Three. Okay.
2: <laughs> Four. One. Okay. Anyway, continue. Sorry.
0: No, no, no. I mean I just you know, and I was never, I was never approached. I was like, cause I would have to like, go to some of them and like take money for the ads because uh, at the time they would, they would pay cash and we had to go get them. And, you know, I always thought maybe I would get like approached like, Hey, do you, uh, do you want, um, this? And, uh, I would have had to say no, obviously, but at least I would have been closer to finding out, but yeah, I don't it know. Exist. it doesn't exist. Maybe it's Yeah. Maybe nothing happens. Yeah. It could be awesome. It's clean. Good clean fun. Nothing happens.
1: I don't know. I heard they do it at nail salons. What? Okay, okay, straight up. Okay, so I'm from Lancaster County, right? Okay. And there is this place, it was in the news. I like I'm not even lying. Where it was a nail salon. <laughs> it was a nail salon in Lancaster. I think it was on Lincoln Highway. And um apparently upstairs in the nail salon they were given Guys, handies. Like, I'm not even lying to you. How
0: do you even segue into <laughs> I lo- that? I love the terminology, too handies. <laughs> love
1: it. I'm being honest here. <laughs> 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 but yeah, so that that happens apparently. Okay. It's not just massage parlors.
0: Wow. Yeah. You, never, you never know what happens in those back rooms. Or upstairs rooms, or wherever the hell they are. <laughs> well, thanks. Well, thanks for that. Now I'm curious about everything. But you're welcome. I think that's fortunate. <laughs> oh man. Well, you know, one question I wanted to ask before you guys, before I let you go, um, ML, you're a female. Um, Am in, in, I? I don't know. Are you female? You know that. In a, in a rock band, I mean, have you experienced any kind of, of hurdles, like, you know, leading up to this point in your career that, you know, typically it's not a space, it hasn't been a space for females. Unfortunately, I'm, I'm not saying anything that's not true. I mean, okay. have you, have you had to, you know, overcome any obstacles along the way?
1: Um, At this stage, I... I wouldn't say that there have been obstacles at this stage. I, I think that a lot of times women in music get overlooked for their talents. And I think that they just, you know, are oversexualized, and, you know, certain demographics only only appreciate them and respect them for their sexuality and, you know, what they look like versus looking at their talents and respecting them for that. Um, and that can happen, you know. But as ter- in terms of like like real obstacles, I feel like I haven't gotten to that point yet. I'm sure there will be down the road, but um, I'm I'm fortunate to not have had any of those yet. Good.
0: Yeah, it's it's it for whatever reason, it just you know seems to be a little more difficult. So I'm yeah. glad that. Yeah, I'm
1: sure I think you. there will be some, and you know, take it as it comes. But right now, I think you know we're still. We're still on the smaller side right now. I think once, you know, if, if we happen to get bigger than what we are, if there's anything, she'll kick say. somebody's
2: ass. I've seen it. I mean, the <laughs> mean person sometimes no, like, I'm not. you can hold your own. I
1: can hold my own, but she's I'm one just one of the saying boys. I haven't had to do anything yet. So fingers yeah. crossed. Like, well, I'm ready. I'm ready for it. I have thick skin. So
0: good to hear. It's good to hear. So where can people find eternal frequency online?
1: Um, just about anywhere. I mean, if you Google search Eternal Frequency, will will pop up Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, Deezer. Um, we're all digital right now. We don't have like any physical CDs. So all of our music's digital right now. It'll um, change soon. Uh, you can find us on facebook yeah. our website www.eternalfrequencyfan.com which,
2: which i might add we just added new merch yes. we have a cool new hoodie and cool new t-shirt yeah. dope you can There's go a, right on our website
1: really awesome merch that we just released and yeah we're, we're on all the socials you'll find us anywhere
0: very cool and what's i mean outside of this release on august 20th head like a hole um and the video for it what does 2021 look like for you guys
1: Lots of new, hopefully, lots and lots of shows. Like we just want to be out on the road all the time, so that's what we're trying to aim towards right now. I see writing more music, we're gonna be releasing plenty of more music, more music videos, but we really want to be out on the road as much as possible.
2: We have a really cool concept coming up, and we can't really talk about it. But right after, I had like a whole. There's gonna be some cool things happening in our world, um, and yeah, pretty excited about it. I. I shouldn't have even said that because it's just like, I can't say anything else besides that.
0: Well, now you got to come through though, because you know, my five listeners um, are going to hold you to that. So.
2: I mean, if they all would like to contact me at the nail salon, we can,
0: we can talk you know? upstairs, upstairs, private room. Absolutely.
1: Why did I tell him this story?
0: Cause I, of- we didn't know what was
1: say, Johnny. We're, I'm
0: so sorry. We're we're sharing here. We're sharing. You know, I gave you Guido. You gave me nail sharing salons. You know, okay. we're we're much closer now than we've ever been before, uh, and it's funny too because like I, this has been awesome to talk to you guys because you know I played your song "Parasite" on my radio show when I had a radio show. Um, oh,
1: thank
0: you. Yeah, I love I mean, like, love the songs and I, I was just happy to be able to you know share that with you know people that were fans of that show as well. Uh, so I'm glad that. I've been able to get you guys for this, this platform, the Popco project. Um, thank you for I've... having us. It's,
1: it's been a blast. It, it kind of came out of nowhere. I'm, I'm really excited about it. So thank you.
0: Yeah. So today's August 1st. Um, we're going to release this kind of closer to uh, when you guys are going to be pushing the, the new single. So uh, I'm not sure when we're going to do this. I'll talk to John, uh, AKA Guido. Uh, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll set that up. But uh, again, thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate your time. You. Uh, excited for the song, even more excited for the video. Cause I haven't seen the video yet. So um, I, wish yeah. You, yeah, <laughs> I wish you, yeah. Do you have neither? No. <laughs> oh,
1: not, okay. not completely, not completely, but right. so, you'll probably see it before us. <laughs> <All right. laughs>
0: sounds, sounds good. <laughs> well i wish you guys nothing but uh success with everything you guys do you're a great band great people and uh i always say i hope hopefully i'll see you guys sooner than later
1: absolutely thank, thank you so johnny. johnny all right thank take care guys. So Thanks. You Thanks, too. guys thank you
0: thank you i see you